Super show plan for you guys tonight. First, I want to excuse my tardiness. We had a little technical difficulties, but now we got everything online. And you guys on the day, they have a lot of technical difficulties. <laughs> right, right. Because we're a high-powered <laughs> right, internet right, radio right, station. Right. How about that? <laughs> we got a good show plan for you guys tonight. Tonight, we're talking about a subject matter that I think a lot of entrepreneurs deal with. It's a lot, especially over the past couple of years, dealing with COVID, storms, and stuff like that. And it's how to deal with economic uncertainty as an entrepreneur. Again, we're talking about how to deal with economic uncertainty as an entrepreneur because one thing about it, man, you, you can turn on your TV at any given moment and go on your internet at any time and it's, it's some different shit going on. Inflation, recession, uh, COVID, uh, now they damn blowing up Israel and, and, uh, and Palestine, all kind of stuff. Been in Ukraine and Russia, all kind of different things are happening where they have some kind of trickle-down effect maybe have on you or your particular business. So I wanna, what I want to talk about tonight is give everybody strategies to actually help entrepreneurs navigate and, you know, economic uncertainty. You know, you don't know if things are going to be up. What about I say, Lab? Oh, just saying hey to a couple of you. Uh, Shirley Smith says she here to learn. Okay. How cool. you doing, Shirley Smith? Uh, kiss me pretty. Brown eyes. Hey, how y'all doing? Thank y'all for all for tuning in. Like Pooch said, we're a little late. But we still appreciate y'all tuning in and in our, our tardiness. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But you know, like I say, it's a lot of times people, uh, when you start a business up, you have your idea of what you, your vision, what you want to do with your business, how you want everything to roll, how you want it to go about. But what happens is a lot of times things change. Mm-hmm. You know, vendors close down, they change the price. I remember back, you know, shit in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. One thing that just threw a lot of folks off, and it just impacted everybody. Regardless from your personal and your pride or business, whatever, that's when the uh, the gas prices. Oh yeah. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Overnight, yeah. gas prices change. Yeah. You know those those kind of things have a trickle down effect. Where you know again, it can just throw off your whole strategy in regards to what you plan. So what I want to talk about tonight is give everybody strategies and plans on what to do when you have economic uncertainty, how to help you adjust and pivot and move. Cause that's why I talk about a lot of times. In entrepreneurship, it's not about having a, you know, one thing to have a blueprint and a plan, excuse me, about how you want to go about things, but another thing is to be able to adjust, pivot, and move when things happen to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's right. Okay, but listen, guys, right now, again, this is changing life. I'm not changing life. This is short. a dollar. <laughs> Doing too many things at once. My bad. This is a dollar hour, hosted My by Mr. Short Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Short Dollar. Right. You know what, Mr. Short Dollar, YouTube channel, talking about personal finance. Business, entrepreneurship, and investor. Right now, we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. The main hub is the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel where we have over 800 videos covering those business operations, business finance, business management videos. So whatever you, whatever platform you are on, make sure if you have to leave, come back, came in the middle of the show, go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, take advantage of all the great information that we have currently on the YouTube channel. And again, we're talking about how to deal with economic uncertainty as an entrepreneur. You know, uh, oh, I'm about to forget. Guys, if you have anything to add to the conversation, any question, anything like that, feel free to call in. Mm-hmm. The call in number is 678-740-9894. Oh, man, let me put this on the actual lab before I go any further. That's right. That's right. Like we said, we run a little behind, so we got a few little things we got to put in there. And uh, we're going to get this going. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know, feel free, feel free to add to the conversation. If you got any questions, anything to add to it, 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. You know, dealing with economic uncertainty um, as an entrepreneur can be challenging, but there are strategies that you can employ to navigate these uncertain things effectively. You know, just a few tips. What I want to do is just go through a couple things I have, you know, I wrote down to help people out, you know, when they're going through these particular things. Uh -huh. Like I said, things change. You know, fuel prices, regulations, rules, uh, different kind of tariffs, you know, stuff going in, stuff going out. You're trying to ship the customers overseas. You got products coming in. All these things have changed. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when we start talking about different taxes and stuff that imposed by them. So I want to give you guys strategies to help you about, you know, going about everything. And the first one is, guys, you got to make sure when you know things are getting tough, things are getting rough, um, in, regard, in regards to how the economy may be going, the number one thing is diversify your revenue streams. You know, mm -hmm. what I mean by diversify your revenue streams, you may have a clear way of how you're making your money. And one thing about it, guys, when you're actually going through things that are actually, you know, probably new to you or different, you got to be able to sit here and say, well, look, we've been doing it this way for years. Mm -hmm. But now we got to adjust. Okay. The man in the flea market, you said eight tracks. Uh-huh. Then he went cassette tapes. <laughs> then, then he went to the CDs. CDs. Right. And then he went to YouTube. <laughs> Right. So, you, so no. pivot is just a very important thing. Got to, got to, got to. Because shit going to change, right? Right. As long as we got uh, innovation, technological advances, things are going to change. You got to be able to adjust accordingly, right? Right. That's how things go. You know, um, you know, you whatever industry you are, technological advances are going to make things more effective and efficiently. Mm -hmm. You can be on your old school, this is where I want to do it type stuff. Sometimes you can get away with it. But the vast majority of times, you know, it's sink or swim. Yeah, we had to adjust, we had to pivot and adjust doing uh, Divock. <coughs> we got to say it backwards because we won't get blocked. Divock, mm. you know. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, just keeping it real, you know, when I had uh, the salon, you know, it, it, was, it was, you know, we had to shut everything down because of that when the when, uh, pandemic hit. But then you talk about like a year later, so I hit all the girls up like, hey, got everything open, college park, so everything's open. They've been in their shop. At home. I mean, at home uh -huh. for a year and a half. Like, what the hell are they going to give me money for? Right. You know? They've been keeping all of it. Yeah, they ain't thinking about it. They messing their damn plumbing up, put all that damn synthetic air weed down the pipe. But. <laughs> it ain't their plumbing. They're they they yeah. hot me. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> but uh, when that was happening, I had to sit here and say, well, look. And I found, like, different companies would actually let me rent out the uh, some of the suites for photo shoots. Or some. You had a lot of, uh, you know, being in Atlanta, you had a lot of, uh. Uh, travel stylists that actually may need a suite, so like they had apps that came out. So right. I didn't just take use technological inno uh, innovations to help me survive. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, but those are kind of things that I had to kind of pivot and adjust because you know, Mr. Tesla wasn't finna let me out that damn lease. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what kind of uh, pandemic going on? Like he, 15, him, him. <laughs> he said fifteen grand. Mm. He said you want to get out of lease, give me fifteen grand. Shit. <laughs> What can I say? Right. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I had to find ways to, uh, to navigate. And I think okay. I, did, I did a pretty decent job of doing that and everything. But those kind of things you had to kind of just look at. Because, you know, from a personal uh, standpoint, um, when pandemic hit, I looked at uh, with my actual the tax business, mm -hmm. man. One of the biggest things that helped us out, and I share that with people all the time. When I was in grad school, we used Google Hangouts all the time. Uh -huh. Google Hangouts. Um, Zoom was kind of like you no know, emphasis stage, so Zoom wasn't as much. Uh, Google Hangouts, some of the uh, was it go-to meetings, something okay. like that. But go most of Google yeah, Hangouts. Yeah. So when the pandemic hit, lab, 
Um, when H and R Block and Jackson, you a lot of places had to close down because of that. Hell, I just offered those uh, virtual services through them. That you already Man, doing. I, hey, bro, twenty I, at that point, probably 17, 18 years in the game. Mm -hmm. Bro, I never made that much money in my life. Oh, wow. I never made that much money in my life. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. um, I had just come out of the divorce, paid her her money, mm -hmm. and it was all like Chris Brown says, on and popping, baby. <laughs> One good thing leads but to another. YouTube was blowing up. <laughs> That's right. Tag is blowing up. <laughs> Yes, sir. Living a, living a good life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. Yes, sir. Like my brother Kanye said. Uh -huh. But now, nah, man, but that was just one of the things, like, with doing it, the technological advances that came around, and we was able to take advantage of it and stuff like that. But um, I'm just trying to think sometimes where, you know, it's been something with the innovation of the economy kind of hit, where it kind of bit me in the wrong place or mm -hmm. something like that. But, I mean, hell, when that shop, when, when that shop, when that shop closed mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, that bit my ass. That was a big you know, problem yeah. because you still had to pay rent. Yeah, I still had to pay rent. rent. Exactly. When exactly. no revenue coming in. Ain't none coming in. You're right. You know, they started out wanna sound like, you know, the um, uh the loans and all that other kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But shit, man, that was just uh, you know, something to get get used to when right. uh, we're doing it. So but again, that's why I wanna have the conversation with everybody tonight, because again, you do have things you can't control, maybe from the yeah, outside, you know, weather or certainty. Uh, rules and stuff, but you got to make sure that you're able to pivot and adjust. Like I said, the first one is just be able to diversify your revenue streams. You got to be able to make sure that you got different ways your money coming in. And the first one, and we're looking at that, explore new markets. Look for untapped markets or demographics that might be interested in your product and services. So if you turn around and say, look, I'm selling certain clothing, I'm doing certain services, mm -hmm. who might that I normally don't reach out to Maybe you take, can't take advantage of a particular product or service that I'm having. You know, mm -hmm. again, if you have your actual ideal customer, they may be black, 40 to 50 years old, made this amount of money, located in this area. You might say, well, look, is it a younger group, an older group, another race? Who may be interested in something I can take advantage of, mm -hmm. you know, take, uh, taking advantage of my product? Remember, guys, the call in number is 678-740-9894. Again, 678-740-9894. Second part of that is for diversifying revenue stream is product diversification. You can offer a, com a complementary products or service that can cater to different customer needs. Again, you may have um, actual cleaning business. You may say, well, look, man, we can't do this. We may offer window cleaning. We may offer uh, furniture cleaning. We may do pressure washing. Those particular things, you know, if you actually have something, we may do laundry services. Just kind of other things you can kind of push out a little bit more because if this going slow, but there are other things we can do. We ain't just got to shut stuff down because we have the capacity to clean or service certain things. Maybe we may, you know, maybe offer a couple of uh, different services that's still in that family tree mm -hmm. that you guys can take advantage of. Um, another one, you can uh, your online presence, strengthen your online presence, and consider e-commerce if applicable to your business. I think a lot of times people don't realize how much money they lose by not necessarily having an online presence. Guys, everybody live off their phone. Mm -hmm. Everybody lives off their phone. You know, with everything they do, you kind of you, you're doing an injustice to yourself if you don't have some kind of online presence, be it from an actual commerce standpoint or informational standpoint. Mm -hmm. Because first time you tell folks you do something, you want to actually act like is this is not a side hustle, this is actually a business. People want to Google you. Yeah, they definitely want to. Google People want to look you up. Yeah. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. The googling mostly to see if you're legit. Yeah. Uh, Shirley Smith said, "What about government contracts?" We're going to get to it. We're going to yeah. get to it. Yeah, okay. Well, hold on, cowgirl. <laughs> hold on, cowgirl. 
I got you. Okay. Hold on, cowgirl. I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, we're going to get to it. That was one of my notes I put down, but a little bit further down. But, you know, just uh, diversifying your revenue streams, being actually understand that, listen, just because the normal way I particularly get my money, we have we have capacity to do other things. So we have to stop. Mm-hmm. Just got to make some adjustments. Okay. And that's, the th- and, and that's the beauty of business. When you actually, I had doing stuff, you don't realize until you start doing it, I can do a lot of other stuff. Right. I'm not really... Um, uh, pigeonhole down to this one particular thing. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to a lot of times, you know, just when, you know, when we're at our jobs, we're there for a while, people will say, man, you know, well, look, he's an accountant. Now I understand, well, I can do management, he can do forecasting, he can do marketing and stuff like that. But people actually lock you in in a particular place. Mm-hmm. And you can do yourself an adjustment, an injustice being in business when you do that to yourself. Okay. Like, this is all we do. No, 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 no. We can do other things, stuff too. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what we got to kind of look at it. And remember, guys, one thing I do want to say to everybody is keep me just be straight up. Do not wait for things to go bad to actually stop thinking about other things you can do. Mm-hmm. It may not be advantageous to you to actually do the other services that, you know, at a particular time. Mm-hmm. But always keep in mind other things you can do. Right. And be planning for the worst. You know, if certain laws change, certain things, whatever. I have, to, you know, being in the tax business over 20 years, you know, you start, but when I started back in the game, you had to wrap a refund and all this other particular stuff. Right. Congressional laws came in and stuff, and people couldn't do certain things. A lot of changes have came to the tax business over the past couple of years, over the past 20 years. Uh-huh. I've had to adjust and change, the tech, you know, uh, the way we move, where we market, uh, different products we offer, you know, and everything. So I had to make those adjustments. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say to people, always be kind of looking at, when we start talking about economic uncertainties, you don't know what, what could happen as far as from a legal uh, uh, governmental, law, all that kind of stuff happens, you got to be able to pivot and adjust. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to kind of get in the mindset, everybody, always when you're in business, if something happens, always think about the what ifs. Never, ever, 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 ever get comfortable. Mm. Never get comfortable. Right. Because things are going to change. They always do. You know, like I said, long we got something called te- technology and innovation, mm-hmm. things will change. Right. No right. shape, form, for, you know, my brother here sitting on the ones and twos. Right. <laughs> We celebrate 50 years of hip hop. Right. You know, I'm sure Lab, Lab remember the crate days. Yeah, I, I'll carry the I'll, I'll hey, look, crate. Lab remember the crate days. I've carried a many a crate. Who the hell carrying the crate now, Lab? Not many yeah. people. Nostalgia. Nostalgia with the albums. But nah, if you're doing if you doing regular gigs, you're not carrying them crates. It's just not possible. Yeah. But you don't you never know what somebody's gonna ask for, for one. Yeah. And for two, you just wanna have your you just wanna have enough in your repertoire to make everybody keep dancing all night long. So, you know, to me, innovation was a great thing. Yeah. Like I can have all my songs in one spot, mm-hmm. all my albums, all my singles, everything in one spot. Mm-hmm. Then add the computer to it. Yeah. Then add my edits to that. There you go. Man. Let me throw a bone at you. How many DJs are missing out because they didn't want to embrace it. And they uh, look like, a, you know, I, I know you like you said, yeah, some nostalgia fans want to do it. Yeah. How many cats you think out there that I, really like, I, I ain't doing it? I think before, I think when it pivoted more towards it, they lost out. But now those people, the nostalgia people who carry the crates and do all that are considered, um, how you put it? They get less, like you said, online presence. The online presence for them is bigger. They get more views and likes because they do pull out the records and albums and figure out how to mix and blend and scratch and all that with the with the records and albums versus a person who's on this computer. I don't know why it's switching like that, but it's actually harder to mix on, on albums than it is on the computer. Gotcha. The computer lines up stuff a little bit 
a little bit more advanced than the than the turntables do. Gotcha. So it's a little harder. So people look at that now as you been you're a great DJ if you can do that. So you think that's that is like do you think that's a decent example in regards to looking like you know, being able to embrace technology and yeah. stuff, missing out and stuff. I always say you should learn how to do it all. Mm. I know how to mix on all the equipment. The, the turntables, the CDJs, the uh, controllers. I can mix on all of them because, for one, you never know where you're going to go, what they're going to have. Sometimes yeah. if you go to these, some of these events and festivals and uh, clubs and they have their own equipment, then they not necessarily have what you work on. So yeah, you yeah. got to work on all yeah, of yeah. it, so you'll know how to work with all of it. Mm. So you know, good I, point. You know, I, I just think it, it, it. Yeah. Yeah, no, good point, guys. Remember to call in number six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four again six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four. We're talking about how to deal, uh, how to deal with economic uncertainty as an entrepreneur. Yo, oh, your mama say hey. What's up, mama? What's going on? I'm Maria. Say good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> right, Welcome right. aboard. Welcome aboard. Uh, the second thing is maintain a healthy cash flow. We always know in, in the world of finance, cash is king. Cash flow management: keep a close eye on your cash flow. Monitor your accounts receivable and pay, uh, pay uh, accounts receivable and payable diligently. Guys, you got to make sure your cash coming in. Mm -hmm. You know, you being busy and you got money in the bank, two whole different things. It's one of the big things that a lot of times. People in business forget to a lot, especially a lot of time you actually getting into that new business euphoria. Mm -hmm. You're busy, got money coming in, but you also got a lot of money going out. So you got to make sure you're monitoring your cash flow. Have that emergency fund. Have an emergency fund that can cover several months worth of experience. Let me ask you a question on that. How many how many entrepreneurs or small businesses do you actually think does that? Oh, and percentage wise, how many percentage wise small business entrepreneurs do you actually think do it the way you just said? I think probably twenty percent. Okay. Actually, do it like that. Eighty percent of them don't do that, uh, and that could be because they don't take it serious or they don't have the capacity. Mm -hmm. What I always say is, you know, and I understand things happen, and we've done. I've done videos and information in regards to that, guys. It's not about having six to seven months, uh, like we said, several months of, of expenses on hand. You got to have access to capital and cover it. If you got a credit card available that you don't use. They can cover that. A line of credit mm -hmm. available that you don't use, they can cover that. That's just as fine. Mm -hmm. I just you just want to have access to the capital. Right. And what we always say, guys, get access to capital when when you don't need it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. So it's not an issue of saying oh, I gotta have all this money saved up. You just want to have access to it, just in case. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I get what you're saying. And, and I think a lot of times we'll have people are too impatient. Mm -hmm. Because you don't have to have that kind of stuff in place to start your business up. But when stuff happens, or not when stuff happens, mm -hmm. uh, people are not able to survive certain events because stuff didn't got slow. Well, and let, let me ask you another question with uh, uh, regards to that. You know, we just had a, a, a year or so ago, we had the, the, the pandemic, and we had a lot of businesses closed during the pandemic. And I know the pandemic lasted a few, uh, a, a year or so two years how much do you recommend they have because doing it like you just said business you know how long you know we don't know exactly how long the issue may that happens it's not when what if it's going to happen it's when it's going to happen we just don't know how long like some of those businesses may have had a year worth of finances available and then it went into year two and it became a problem the i'm gonna be very honest with the lab it's just me speaking I think that when the pandemic hit, 
the way the government stepped in was exceptional. Okay. I think the problem come up is people actually got government funding, they just misused it. Okay. You know, so bottom line, you know, you could have got government, if your shit was, now here's the thing, if your shit was legit, mm -hmm. structure-wise, everything set in place, you had access to get funding that could cover you, mm -hmm. right? right? So that was in place for you to do it. Now here's the thing about it, we can't sit and cry by spill milk if we don't have all our I's dotting our T's crossed. Mm -hmm. So when something happens, like, you really have a business, you're just doing something on the side. Right. Right? I get it. So, but I will say this as far as, like, they, it was enough stuff in place to help you. Mm -hmm. Now you turn around and got $100,000 uh, disaster loan, you want to go buy your Range Rover or got your living room suit, I mean, that's on you. Mm -hmm. Right? But... There are things in place to help folks. Okay. You know, I'm just 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 keep it real. My personal opinion with that. I just think a lot of times people actually uh, the thing that's gonna make you successful in business is the thing that's gonna hurt you. Mm -hmm. And that's being being disciplined and being straight up. Right. I understand look, I just got a hundred thousand dollars, let me allocate these particular funds as saying now I got this money, I gonna take care of this, maybe I get it back later and I cover that stuff. I mean if you're actually gonna be disciplined and stay on track. Stay on top of everything. People say to me all the time, well, look, Poochie, you sit down on social media drinking and smoking and doing this all during the day and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm super structured. Right. I'm super structured. They don't like, see you at 2 o'clock in the morning. No, nah, they don't see me. No, nah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and, and that's fine. I share that with people. Right. But at, at the end of the day, people see what they want to see. People mm -hmm. hear what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to, you know, to, to answer your question is a lot of times, um, uh, I, I think, you know, just with the, in the case of the the pandemic, there were things in place mm -hmm. to help people. Now, people took advantage of it or not, mm -hmm. or did it the right way. Now, people damn sure took advantage of it and got the money. <laughs> yeah. But if they actually applied it probably. the correct way, that's probably a different story. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I think that's what was happening more more than anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, Lab? So, again, tonight we're talking about how to handle economic uncertainty as an entrepreneur. Call in number 678 seven four zero nine eight nine four again six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four. The third thing you can do just a tidbit is operational efficiency. Cost optimization. Identify areas where costs can be reduced without compromising the quality of products and services. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, here's one thing about it. When you can you have to look at when you're actually doing a particular uh service or uh, producing a product, we always gotta look at kind of cop cost optimizations. Because what what people get confused is, and I hear people all the time, especially being in cigar shops, I made $300,000, I made $400,000, which is true. Mm -hmm. But they spent, they made four hundred, but they spent three seventy-five. Okay. So they bring home number 25. Okay. But they'll never say, they'll never say the, the totality of everything. Well, I would say numbers keep you earnest. Yeah. And we start looking at actually the things that actually go into the actual cost of your business. You know, I'm paying... I'm selling bikes, but the material, I'm selling bikes for $100, but the material made the bikes is $75, I'm bringing home $25 per bike. Mm -hmm. Can I go find other products where I can get it cheaper, mm -hmm. but like I said, I'm not compromising the actual service or the quality of right. doing it. Uh, being, having due diligence, actually looking for other vendors, you know, finding... I'm sorry, I didn't cut you off. Good. When you said that, it reminded me of, you know, a lot of people say, well, why does a neighborhood store cost so much more money than a Wally World? Because Wally Grow has other things that can drive down the cost of some of the things that they're selling. They have they have um, which they call optimization. They they have a way of tamping down those prices 
name. No, they don't tap it down a lot, but they tap it down more than mom and pop, or more than a specialty shop. You know, a specialty shop that may just sell bread, and you, the same bread you might get at Wally World for two dollars, they sell it for five. And yeah. you're like, well, why is that? It's the same bread because they're a specialty shop, and why not? Wally World's not only selling bread, they selling milk, they selling juice, they selling drinks. They got to change of tire, they can change of oil. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, you know, I shared this story before, Lab. To that point, there were a, a group of black, black, oh, this, man, this shit over 15 years ago. Black salon, uh, not salon, uh, uh, beauty supply owners. Mm -hmm. They came to me and they was talking about, because they heard me on, uh, on, on WLK one day. Uh-huh. And uh, they came to me like, it was like, hey, you know, the dilemma they were having, what could people with the Asian beauty supply stores? Mm -hmm. Did a little research, and what I told them was, I said, here's the deal we're going on. You guys are buying that wholesale deal like they are. Mm -hmm. But you're saying you can't compete because they're selling a product for $1.50, mm -hmm. but you guys sell it for $2 mm -hmm. because you're not getting that wholesale the price. The thing I advised all of them to do, you got to buy in bulk. Like they buy it because they're buying it cheaper. Mm -hmm. They're buying 10000 at a time or 1000 at a time, or y'all buying a couple hundred or even less. Mm -hmm. So the wholesale price that they're getting at is going to be cheaper. Mm -hmm. I said, my suggestion to y'all is buying both as a cohort. A, a cohort mm -hmm. co mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I said, you want to do it real good, you can get all the black beauty supply stores in a region or just state of Georgia, mm -hmm. and y'all can buy both just like that. Y'all can, I actually gave them, because they paid the money. Mm -hmm. I gave them, over the little bit, I can share this. I said, y'all can even rotate Atlanta, Savannah, Macon, this, that, and that. Whoever's going to be the different drops place, and y'all meet and separate everything and stuff like that. Well, again, they couldn't get shit together, and they wonder why they couldn't dare thrive. Because right. what was happening, and I seen this firsthand, that is what a lot of Asian, what a lot of Asian stores were doing. It wasn't that they were actually sitting there trying to just lend it, you know, because you hear all kind of stuff where they do this, do that. But they actually were buying in bulk. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, as a group. And because of the numbers, they was actually getting cheaper. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like a brain surgery. Right. But shit, me, lab, and somebody else can get something for 50 cent mm -hmm. as opposed to buy ourselves for damn 75 cent. Right. It's a damn no-brainer. Right. But, you know, you worrying about, I don't feel like driving Savannah. I don't feel like driving to Macon. Right. When you're saving thousands of dollars and being able to sell it and make money off of it. Majoring in the minor. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the biggest things to that whole point of just, you know, that cost optimization, finding different ways, thinking outside the box. We can reduce your actual cost. Mm -hmm. Like I said, looking, doing things like that, maybe bulk buying uh, uh, from a co-op uh, co standpoint, standpoint uh, uh, looking for new vendors, mm -hmm. look, you know, using, you know, I mean, shit, you can, uh, people looking like on Alibaba mm -hmm. and get different vendors and stuff like that, you know. But you don't want to, a key thing, do not do not compromise quality. You don't necessarily want to compromise quality with certain things. Mm -hmm. But just thinking outside the box to find certain ways to do that. And that's just that cost optimization. Other ways, automation. Automation, repetitive, repetitive tasks to employ, to improve efficiency and effective operational costs. I use a company called TubeBuddy uh, with the YouTube channels. Mm -hmm. And they do a lot of bulk processing mm -hmm. with doing that. Like you might have a certain thing when I talk about automation. Things that, like, I use Hootsuite, mm -hmm. but actually, you know, could do bulk, bulk posting and everything on different platforms. We use StreamYard, where we're streaming all the same time on Facebook, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, and mm -hmm. Twitter. Those that's, those are aspects of automation. Okay. Where actually we can take things where instead of 
you know, when we first started this channel, right? We got three or four computers down here <laughs> doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right, like when right. Jonah was here, right? We got all these damn computers and different stuff. We right. were trying to get on different four platforms. Got all the phones going and stuff like that with automation and stuff like that. We was able to actually spread it out from like one hub mm -hmm. and taking advantage of it. That's right. Taking advantage of it. That's the thing about it. Just being able to take advantage of, of, of automation and be able to use it, you know, make it useful for us. Uh, heavenly, a heavenly, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Look, a heavenly touch, loving, cleaning says that they work together and we don't, and that's part of the problem. I'm talking about buying in bulk as a co as a, as a co op. Yeah, and that's the thing about it. At the end of the day, math, math. And sometimes people, that'd be one of the biggest things where I tell people. If they, we get caught up a lot of time in feelings. Mm -hmm. And like, look, man, you don't want to listen. I don't like laugh. He don't like me. Right. So we ain't going to do business. Right. We stupid as hell. If, we, if, you, <laughs> if you can sit here and me and you can go together right. and we can get a product cheaper going together, we can put them feelings to the side. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and everybody knows I cut my teeth growing up in white corporate America. Right. And I seen them guys, they did not get along. But they weren't going to put that shit to the side because the deal was the deal. The deal was right? the deal, right. And so a lot of times when you can't see, you don't have to like somebody. Now, again, well, you at least trust them. The whole thing going to flip flam right. you and do you right. But at the end of the day, shit, they try to make money just like you are because you don't like them. You remember that, you remember that scene from uh, Snowfall? You ever look at Snowfall? Uh-huh. Where uh, uh, Frank was getting on Leon, talking about he ain't like the guy. Uh, yeah. Man boy. Okay. He's okay. like how he was looking at me. Right. He said, man, I'll make this operation. And you you tripping because you don't like how he talked to you? It's business. Yeah, it's business. <laughs> you don't like how he talked to you? Put the feelings aside. Man, come on now. Right. All that kind of stuff. We we trying to make money. Because mm -hmm. I ain't got to like you, but I can respect you as a business right. person. And the deal going to be the deal. And that's the thing about a lot of times. I'm, I'm a big proponent. I ain't really too cool on me and all my damn cousins living in the same damn house. Right. I stay far away from everybody that's... Far away, it's close enough. If you really want to see me, you can come. Right. But it ain't close enough if you want to come. Everybody will be so quick to come to my house. <laughs> I'm not a big proponent of 89 of living in a damn house. Right. right. Live how you want to live. I'm not that dude. Right. Okay? Right. I like being by the hell by myself. <laughs> but when it comes to actually doing business and stuff like that, I'm a big proponent. Like, look here. I trust you. You mm. trust me. I know you're on your up and up. Right. Let's go out here and make this money. Right. When y'all, you know what I'm saying? With certain things and stuff like that. But that's how you know you actually deal if a person can't see this, they're actually doing you a solid. You see, mm -hmm. they ain't really no solid being a person. Right. If they can't see that, because real being a person going to be understanding, like, shit, why wouldn't I? Right. Right? You know what I'm saying? So I have a bit of I mean, we, we sell the same things, but we buying in both. Your store is 42 miles away from my store. We're not competition. We're not competition. We're not competition. But we, we, we definitely can help out each other by the, to, to reduce, we increase our margins because mm -hmm. we're getting the unit, price, the unit cost. Much smaller than what we buying by ourselves. I mean, the Asian has a right here in out here where we at. It's one on this mm -hmm. side of the street, and there's a hair store on this side of the street. Both of them do decent business, I guess, but they literally on the same block, literally a, a thousand steps away from each other. And I bet you they buying both. Listen, what I'm saying, if me and a couple guys from Macon and Savannah, we decide to buy all our hair care products together, mm -hmm. it'd be a no-brainer. No problem. We rotate, like I said, we rotate the pickup spot. I, mean, I gave all these folks this stuff on paper. And they were just so, nah, why we got to drive here? They, they couldn't understand that. They, they didn't get but, to the But they, they not even, they, it's like when they processing that, nobody finna buy your $4 grease. Right. Well, they can go to the Asian and get it for damn $2. Right. And they just, they ain't even processing. Listen, we trying to alleviate that. Right. Because we do know from, it's like, a, people, regardless of how people feel, 
if, if all things equal, they're going to go to the black person. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm black, right. I'm going to go to the black person. The white person going to go to the white person. Right. Now, if it's just like a drastic cost, I and mean, we can talk the unity stuff all we damn want to. Right. At the end of the day, like, shit, I don't have $4 to pay for your grease. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I want to, but, I, you know, I, I can't. Man, we we in the grocery store uh, picking up, twin, putting back $20 meat to get the 1968 pack. So, what you think we going to pay for, you get what I'm saying, $4 worth of grease, and we putting that some for $0.40. Cents. Absolutely, absolutely. Again, tonight's show, we're talking about how to deal with economic uncertainty as an entrepreneur. We're going through a couple of tidbits that can help you guys. If you are an entrepreneur, you're dealing with economic uncertainty. Like I say, anything that may be coming up in the economy that you had no control of, pop-up stuff and everything like that, how you can pivot and adjust to make sure you got successful business, okay? Um, the next one we're going to go through, and again, guys, the call-in number is 678-740-9894. You got a question, want to add anything to the conversation, feel free to call in, 678-740-9894. The next one is customer focus. Two key things, customer retention. Focus on retaining existing customers, provide excellent customer service, and consider loyalty programs. When you're going through stuff, stuff getting rough, I mean, the hour you spend just to put that craft in a nice little message to your customer base can provide volumes. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, dog. I'm just be straight transparent. When I went through my, uh, uh, when I went through my divorce, I know I was tripping, like for a year. My head here, man, she's going to do this, she's going to take this. I, you know, right, I'm, I'm right. all screwed up in the head. And I know a lot of customers, especially the customers I had over 10 years, like, what the hell going on with Deontay? He ain't, he coming late to appointments. He rescheduling. Shit ain't right. You know, I I know what they saying. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I got a certain way I move and do certain things. So I know people thinking. I sat there and did a book email. Hey, man, listen, guys. Let me be transparent. We'll do a divorce. I know I have not did this, that, and that. I apologize, this, that, and that. And folk roll with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I had to sit here and just say, like, look, because we do know the cost to acquire a new customer is probably three times as much as just to even keep your current customers. And I'm going to give you a good example for us. You know, and we're a small business. We're small um, in size, not in my head, because we're the biggest ever to do it, the best to ever do it. Uh, when Slick went and had, when she had the pandemic, when she had uh, the, the uh, Divock, and we um, had to shut down. And I sent out that email, that, that email, that text to everybody, like, you know, in my heart of hearts, I can't let y'all come down here and do this if, you know, we've had this outbreak. And just about every, only, I only had one person didn't roll with me, didn't understand the situation, and people was doing it from their house, waiting on me to open back up, you get what I'm saying? But it was just that in itself. Everybody stayed with me, everybody rolled with me, you know what I'm saying? You know, just something a little less, birthday cards, uh, condolences, mm-hmm. congratulations when babies happen and stuff, go a long way mm-hmm. when stuff get rough people ride with you mm-hmm. people ride with you right you know you send a customer congratulations when they grandbaby came or a birthday card or something when somebody or passed when they going through hard times yeah, exactly and like and they got to pay for their service and you be like you know what don't worry about that when you get back on your feet <laughs> holler at me but we gonna keep pushing forward with yeah. what we doing business is all about relationships right I've been in bidding 22 years, and that, a lot of that done came, like I said, I've been to, been at all. Mm-hmm. Kids, games, funerals, weddings, all kind of stuff. 
But at the end of the day, man, I can just say, say man, I got some folks been riding me over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, I know I done damn dropped the ball <laughs> on some stuff. <laughs> right. Like, really, but they ride with me because relationships everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Relationships everything. And a lot of times to maintain relationship takes more time and effort than mm-hmm. they'll take any money. Mm-hmm. Any money. But it take your time and your effort. Just being able to sit here and be real with folks like, man, Deontay's solid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got customers rocking me over 20 years. And that's why I'm doing their grandkids stuff. Right. Like real talk, real talk, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, just, just a tidbit. So when you do see me smoking a cigar or taking a shot at 11 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff you got to kind of do. Like I said, it doesn't cost you anything. Right. Just maintain the relationships. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have anything to add later? Uh, so they say, when I looked out at the funeral and see you there for me, that means everything. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm not there, no, 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 and I'm not there for a reason because we all family. Right. And that's the thing about it, man. She, you know, that's the thing, you know, boy, I mean, I'm going through that damn divorce. <laughs> boy, just have you and Reek talk to me, man. Shit, man. Right. Hey. And that means a lot of people, when folk go through stuff, Again, it, it, uh, again, when you're just supporting people, mm-hmm. it's really just your time and effort. Yeah. Your time and effort. And you being genuine. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about it, man. Because, you know, you you can have a selfish mindset. Well, I ain't getting that out of whatever and stuff like that. But see how long that shit work out for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When stuff get rough. Because a lot of times it ain't. If. It's when. It's when. It always right? right? You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing about it. So that's just something to just keep in mind. Because, again, you... You, those kind of things don't cost you no money. Mm-hmm. Just keeping my relationships and being that shit don't cost you no damn money. Treat people like you would want to be treated. Absolutely. Respecting them and giving them the grace and mercy that you would want for yourself. Um, loving, I'm sorry, uh, a heavenly touch, loving cleaner says uh, that's true. I just had to shut my business down and I have customers that are sticking beside me in order for me to re- rebrand and come back better. Some of them call text me and ask me if i'm okay i just don't share my personal business with everyone but i do keep the lines open well i'm a faithful customer uh 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 what was it heavenly cleaning yeah and yeah yeah so i i damn show nietzsche <laughs> right man we'll be over there like this is bullshit this is bullshit daddy we definitely wait if you get everything back together so you right know, Hanging that, hanging that up. So, you know, everything going to work out. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Um, now, that's what you were telling me about? Absolutely. Well, you about to get another faithful a- customer. As soon as you absolutely. get it back, go on. Yeah, got Chateau Pouche back in the game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing we talked to my customer services, market research. Staying attuned to customers' changing needs and preferences through market research and surveys. And, again, find out what people want. Because a lot of times we get caught up into what I'm... I can be trying to give you what you want, mm-hmm. you know, economy going bad. I'm like, okay, let's keep doing this. But just like what I'm doing, your needs and wants may change. Well, look, mm-hmm. I don't need that shit right now. Look, we're going through this. I just need this. Mm-hmm. And being abreast of what your customer wants. Because like I always tell you, like, people forget when you're in business, you're not selling to yourself. Right. You're selling to your customer. And you got to understand, what we say the old adage, People say the customer's always right. The customer ain't always right. The customer's always paying you. Right. And you got to understand, like, if they don't want the shit you provide or the shit you sell, you have to understand, like, I got to pivot and adjust. Well, what do y'all want? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to keep it ear to that. 
because you can be so stuck and focused on I don't want to do it that way. If nobody paying you, shit, it don't matter what you want. Mm-hmm. We we ain't been to make money. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can say yeah, I want to do this for the community. I want to do this for my people and right. all that shit. But I still got bills to pay. Right, right. And that's the thing. A lot of times, like man, you've been in the game for a minute. Like, look, you understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sound good, like for whatever. But you know, I got bills to pay. Right. So you have to make sure that whatever the customer wants, you you actually provide the product and service what they want. Mm-hmm. And the only way you're gonna find that out is asking, putting out surveys, trying to get a breast, get a tune for what everybody's trying to do. You know, like I said, put it, you know, put it into the street, find mm-hmm. out exactly. Because you might be told off what you did last year may not be what they want this, this year. year. So you got to kind of just be kind of proactive with finding out information to see what. Again, we start talking about dealing with economic uncertainty as a, as an entrepreneur. You got to be able to pivot and adjust. Don't get caught in your feelings of what the hell you trying to do. Mm-hmm. Because you can see and say, I like doing this, I like doing that. It's therapeutic. But if we start talking about making money, since you got to actually, the customer. Right. customer. That's your focus. Most be with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Again, guys, we're talking about um, how to deal with economic uncertainty as an entrepreneur. Uh, this is the Dollar Hour. I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. We stream it live right now on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. What's up, cuz? My cousin Robert in there. What's going on, boy? Um, definitely got to make sure you're, you're abreast of that. Guys, you want to call in? The call in number is 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. The next one is uh, agility and adaptability, right? Agility and adaptability. You got to have an agile business model. Be ready to, we're talking about all night, be ready to pivot and uh, pivot your business model if necessary based on market demands. What mm-hmm. we just talked about, guys. People may want certain prices. People may want, you know, more of a product delivered, may want less. You got to be able to be flexible enough to understand what the market wants and to be able to, you know, make them adjustments to provide that form. Mm-hmm. The next one we're looking at being innovations. Encourage innovation within your organization. New ideas can lead to revenue streams. Uh, think I, Don't be afraid to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we, I remember when I first met Lab, I was actually a guest on the actual, on Misfits Radio, Misfits TV in there, and he brought that to me, I'm like, damn, you know, I started looking like, that was just a whole untapped thing, right? you know, with doing that, I'm looking at, you know, I'm kind of looking at, uh, 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 podcasts and all this, like, you know, just like, man, that ain't, that's not something I even thought about, but everybody know me, I like running my damn mouth, right? Like, shit, it's been... Right. Love at first sight. <laughs> the best thing that ever happened yeah. to you. I can rub my goddamn mouth. Right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so just being able to do that and stuff like that, but just understand what people, because cause you, you never, you never, we, we have a lot of stuff covered and we're all smart, but there are a lot of things out there we don't know. Mm-hmm. And if you have things out there that can actually help you run things more effectively and efficiently with your, you know, being out giving our products and services, take advantage of it, mm-hmm. right? We know what we know, but it's a lot we don't know. Especially we have other people your team. Hey, but what y'all think? What you think about this? What you think about that? You know, and give people. I always ask the question, why and how? And right. stuff like that. And don't be so stuck in your ways to kill enthusiasm run people off because you're not listening to them mm-hmm. and everything. Because I've heard of, well, you know, people say, well, I want you to do this, I want you to do that. And um, uh, I always ask for, well, how are we going to pay for it? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you might have an idea to me. Like, yeah, I, it's, it's it's cool to try, but it's going to cost too much. Right. And a person that they don't know, they don't understand the cost side of it, mm-hmm. might think you're not paying attention to them. All but they see not, is the great idea. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, sometimes, like, well, look, man, get everything together. 
And a lot of times when you put that charge on folks, people mm -hmm. are back out of it because I ain't listening to you. Like, look, man, but you throwing me an idea. I understand what I'm paying. Let me get out get of the data in front of me. Right. Now, you know, it, it might not even be a cost. It may be a time issue. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you throw out ideas, and it's like, okay, I get what you're saying, and that's a great idea, but between this, 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 and this. Don't work. You get what I'm saying? I just don't have the time, and, you know, it, it, sometimes it's just it's just not feasible. Time ain't working. The math right. ain't mathing. Right. Right. All that kind of stuff going on and stuff like that. But like I said, at least try. You know, maybe attempt to even try to look at it. See, maybe you know. Let's see. But you know, put put the charge on for like. Look, if you gonna bring it to me, cool. Just bring me all the data so we can make an informed decision mm -hmm. off that. You know, we ain't just you know going because you know, just like in business, you'll be at no shortage of getting ideas and suggestions. Right. But at the end of the day, look, give me the whole package. Right. Then we can look at it and go from there and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You know. But have have, have, the, have the actual um, the response ready. Mm -hmm. Cause that's why I say a lot of times, you know, people can get in their feelings and say you're not listening to them. I'm listening to you, but you just give me out words. Bring right. me all this stuff, right? So I can look at how much it's gonna cost me. Like you said, what what, what would be the time constraints? How we'll be able to navigate that with everything we're doing? Mm -hmm. A lot of times, people don't want to provide you that because now they got to take some kind of effort to get everything in behind their advice and actually prove it. Mm -hmm. And um. You know, I ain't listen to you, dog. You just kind of quit, really, when I gave you the chance to give me the information. Mm -hmm. And that happens a lot. Uh, the next one, guys, do some uh, financial planning. Uh, scenario planning. Prepare for different economic scenarios. Have plans for best case, worst case, and most likely situations. Uh, when everybody give me quotes and give me ideas when I deal with vendors and contractors, worst case scenario, what are they going to be? Mm -hmm. And I had a brother sitting there telling me, he's like, well, I don't want to look at it like that. I got to look at it like that. I can forecast for that. So anything, if something can come in better, I was ready for the worst, mm -hmm. right? Have all the kind of things set up and stuff. And, and typically, that's how we try to do stuff in the uh, in the financial world. Mm -hmm. We do forecasting, budgets, and stuff like that, worst-case scenario. And the reason being, if things go under budget, mm -hmm. you look like geniuses. Right. Well, you said try to plan on best case. If this don't happen, that don't happen, and things kind of go over, you know, you know, over budgeting, you, you kind of run in the red. People looking like, well, you know, what are you idiots doing? So you want to make kind of plans mm -hmm. on worst case scenarios because you're looking at worst case. I know I can get it cheaper, but let's just put this down just in case. Right. But if you do that kind of stuff, like I said, guys, remember, words help you dream, but numbers keep you accountable. Mm -hmm. People stay away from numbers because again, they don't they ain't ready for that smoke. They ain't ready for that smoke. Yeah. But I always remember that, guys. Word numbers keep you accountable. Numbers will keep you accountable. So uh, don't shy away from it. Dio said first time. First-timer, and now a subscriber. So you got a new subscriber. I appreciate, appreciate you. <laughs> Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Who is that? Theo. Theo. Welcome aboard. I Welcome think that's aboard. Theo. I'm sorry. If, I, if I'm saying that wrong, I apologize. But it looks like Theo to me. Theo. I got them 9 o'clock eyes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. Don't shy away from getting a financial advisor. Consider consulting financial advisors specialized in business and get tailored advice. Um... Guys, you guys know I, I charge two ten an hour. Mm -hmm. That public information when I run my mouth, and a lot of time people call me. I get mad. I know I, this week, probably ten calls, whatever. Hey, you know, I just want to talk to you about this, that, and that. I said, look, that's cool. Book an appointment, this, that, and that. What do you charge? Everything there, two ten an hour, one seventy five, thirty minutes. Mm -hmm. You want somebody give you the blueprint, right, to make a hundred thousand dollars. But you don't want to spend no damn money. <laughs> you want it for free. Like I tell people all the time, Google, hey, look at the Google reviews. Right. Look at the Google reviews. I'm right. 22 years in the game. Right. 
You can look up this kind of stuff and everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's 4.9. I know who that damn one. I know who the hell that one is. <laughs> All right. I know who the hell that one. I know who the hell that one is. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, I know who the hell that one is. Right. And I'm just saying, say, hey, listen, guys. You, you, you can't expect folks to give you. You cannot have these damn superstar aspirations with damn, you know, damn, you know, bum ass damn want, want, want budgets. You right. just can't do it. Right. And that's being real. Right. Well, I, I, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, one time it was a photographer. He said, you know, I, I always go to these people and shoot videos, music videos. He said, I always go to these people about music videos. And, you know, we was interviewing, I forget who his name was. Now, I'm sorry. Uh, he says, I go to these people with interviews. The first thing I say, they want to shoot a video. I said, well, what's your budget? You know, what, what's your budget looking like? So we can make a, make a judgment and, and, and they say, you know, give him the low-ball number. And, he, and then he'll say, well, you know, you can't rent a Bentley and a Ferrari for your video in the mansion on that type of money. You, you need to come back. And he said, I was, oh, man, we could do it for that. You just got to. And he's like, no, you can't do it for that. You can't expect to look like a millionaire in a video on an EPT budget. It just don't work that way. I'm going to tell you an aspect of business that a lot of people try to ball on with and they negate, and that's advertising. Mm -hmm. People do not want to spend money on advertising because they feel like they can do a lot of stuff on social media and get traction, Mm -hmm. which is true. But you cannot the uh, advertising like life lifeblood of a business, and because people don't necessarily want want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if I run on the low, let's say we do a basic return, well, like say three fifty, I can run that that just three fifty better have me reach at least ten thousand people a month. Right on Google Ads, mm-hmm. so it behooves me. One customer gonna pay for it for the month. Right, we just talking about stuff on the low, mm-hmm. and you want to sit here and just I don't want to do that. I don't want to pay that. Well, hey, pay the cost to be the boss. Right. And again, you don't have to. We start just talking about just being uh, sustainable. Mm-hmm. Something you just can't avoid. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing it. You know, man, like I don't want to. I don't want to spend this. I don't want to do that. We can't do it. Something you can't afford not to do. Right. Makes sense. Right. So that, that's one of the things I will say. That if you can get skilled advice and things like that, give you know, we're in a world, uh, a technological world, where you can actually you know find certain people. Trader Cole said champagne. Champagne tastes better. With bill money, taste. What is a champagne taste with bill money? Yeah, champagne yeah. taste. Champagne with taste with bill money. <laughs> You're right. Six say. Uh, say so ain't gonna work, trading code. <laughs> people say. Uh, six say people will stop in their tracks when it comes to money. Yeah. We, we ask them what's the budget. I told you the first time when people call taxes, what y'all charge? Right. What y'all charge? Shit, I'm short dollar, not low dollar. <laughs> shit, I'm insured. Right. I got I got all these damn firewalls set up. Uh huh. You ain't gonna your social ain't gonna get compromised with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Unless they damn one of them. Uh, what's them little forward the little uh the little mask? Uh, oh oh uh, uh, yeah. Whatever them damn folks. The hackers. Supreme hackers. Supreme yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you ain't gotta worry about none of that stuff. I stand on it. I'm insured. All kind of stuff happen. I'm, I'm, I stand. You can find me twenty four seven. I mean, it ain't gonna be that. You know, I get them calls all the time. Well, I went to somebody. They messed my stuff up. Well, you probably. I should have went with you the first time. Shit, it's gonna be hot. I charge <laughs> one thing to do it. It'll I charge double to fix it. It's gonna be hard to fix somebody else's problem. <laughs> Shit. That's the damn truth, man. That's the damn truth with that one. Right. Definitely the truth. I got to fix it, huh? <laughs> Shit. Ain't going to roll like that. Again, we're talking about 
how to deal with economic uncertainty as an entrepreneur. Um, the next one, we talk about government support and you know, networking. I think the young lady had mentioned that earlier, but this one wants to get in regards to the government supported networking. Government assistance, you can stay informed about government support programs and grants that might be available to entrepreneurs during economic downturns, kind of what I was saying with the uh, with the pandemic, the PPP and the disaster loans, a lot of other different products and services were available to people. But guys, you got to always understand, it's one thing to get access to capital. It's also being able to know what to do when you get money. You still got to be disciplined. You still got to be, be playing plan things, be strategic. Because there are a ton of information on the internet with telling people how to get, excuse me, all kind of loans and credit cards and things like that. But if you go run it down, call it up and all this other kind of stuff and do things wrong, you still got to pay them back. Right. So you can't get away from that aspect of You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Excuse me, that's, like, that's what a lot of people try to actually avoid. Right. I want to get this money, but I understand I get it back. It's about getting the money and paying. I was uh, I was thinking earlier, had a conversation with my homegirl earlier. The day we were talking about uh, somebody asked me to, I'm going to be giving down for his shit, finance a play. Mm-hmm. And I got three grand. They were just telling me how they can get three grand, and, you know, f- you know, from me to do the play. And they can do this. They can make all kind of money. They can do this. They were having they did play. They had the whole thing lined up, mm-hmm. right? But I had to stop. Hey, bro, what the hell are you going to give me? <laughs> right. What I get out of like, it? Like, I ain't giving you no damn money. Like, <laughs> you know, I need your title. Right. Your good title. Right. I need everybody stuff. I need some... <laughs> You know what I mean? And right. I want more than three grand back. Right. Well, he was just like, nah, nah. Like, that had never ran across his damn mind. Mm-hmm. To, to. Damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, when I had for a girl title, like, right. no, I, I got to have some stuff to see here, you know. Right, right. But he was like, that hadn't even ran across his damn mind. He had a lot of plans with my money. <laughs> and he's going to make big money off your money. <laughs> well, I tell you, boy. God, it sounded good when he said it. When he said it to himself in the mirror, and he wanted to pitch that, that to you. It sounded good here, damn head. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I always say, oh, here told me. When you do deal with a person, make sure, when, when you do deal with people, you, after you don't pitch the deal, make sure that all parties can get up from the table feeling good about themselves. Right. People want to do things without any, without any risk. They always want the reward. Yeah. And like business is a risk-reward type deal. You know, you, you you may have to sacrifice some things in order to, to make some things happen. That's it. It's not all reward. We did that show before. The, right. the sacrifice for success. Right. How much you willing to give to get get further that totem pole. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is. And again, we're talking about government support networking. Uh, networking, connecting with other entrepreneurs and professionals. Networking can provide valuable insights and potential collaboration. Being real, folks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to be popular. And I said, with net, true networking... You actually dealing with decision makers, people that actually can improve you. It don't benefit me to say I know that cat. That cat ain't gonna do shit for me. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. You know somebody. You want to get a job or a contract. They know somebody work there, but they just know somebody. But they actually can't do anything to benefit you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Get yourself out there. We actually get a network. You know, adding value to yourself, and you be able to offer something that you can add value to another person. Right. That's true networking. Not necessarily. See, it's the difference between popularity. And network. You know what I'm saying? Right. A person that's been there 30 years is not the same person that actually can know the, the decision makers. Mm-hmm. It's a difference, mm-hmm. you know? And being able to put yourself in a position where you're, if you're not a people person, put yourself out there where you can be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. lose your thoughts, you know, get over that little fear of talking and stuff like that. 
you can learn how to actually tell people how you can add value to their situation and in turn help to add value to your situation when you need them and stuff like that. Um, I think I have a decent network where if things go wrong, not from an actual being access to money standpoint, but just if I need something, hey man, you know my child going through this. Hey bro, I went through this, this, that, and that. Do who you know I can call? That kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And it's also just even from a business standpoint, with certain things. Hey, I get calls. Ad, look. Hey bro, check this out. There's a contract over here. There's a thing going there, stuff like that. But just being and I, and I'm I'm not from a. I don't have the benefit my children have where they say they Deontay's son. Yeah, I'm Poochie's son. They, I didn't have that. Right. So everything I built, I, I built it. Right. All my name and being solid with people. But that's why I think a lot of t- and, and, and actually understand, you know, getting, meeting people, losing my words. Right. Understand how to be in certain circles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You, you got to get your ego to the side. Be yourself up to do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you, I mean, to be honest with you, you shouldn't be the smartest person in your circle. You should be around people who can who can pour into you, just as much as you pour out. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But that's, you know, that's the thing about it. You have to be willing to be um, uh, flexible enough and transparent, and you have a have a good dose of humility mm-hmm. to be able to sit here and grow like that and stuff like that, man. Cause like I said, I ain't had no. Uh, I'm always been a confident person, but I definitely can't see and say that you know. I, I knew that, I knew this, I knew that. I remember, man, going, being the only damn black person at the table, going some of corporate lunches. I ain't know my damn salad for. I'm in a hungry hell, man. Like, Wait a minute, I'm starting. Hungry for. Big on the first four yeah. side. No, I'm watching them. All right. I'm watching them, then I say, okay, that gets us the right four. <laughs> Toll out of my place. Right. Toll out of place, you know what I'm saying? But I had to learn. Right. Because I knew where I wanted to be. You know what I mean? Right. A lot of folks don't want to admit that. Or they'll stay away from that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And stuff like that and everything. The uncomfortable spots. Yeah, yeah very, extremely uncomfortable. Extremely yeah. uncomfortable doing those kind of things and stuff. But you got to be able to grow yourself from actually, not just a professional standpoint, uh, to a social standpoint, mm-hmm. when able to do that. Because there's a difference between when we start looking at, I mean, we start talking about, you know, economic uncertainty. We start looking at a lot of times people get their income. They don't understand from a social standpoint. You can actually be a person that's producing 100 Hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, mm. but you still won't be invited to certain uh, upper tier social things. They make you make more money than them, right. but socially, you're just not accepted to them. Right, right. You understand what I'm you saying? Don't, you don't do. You get your ass around that black excellence crowd. Like you might have more money than them, right? But socially, they just won't accept you. Right. It's whatever. See, you'll see when you get there because you don't move like them, talk like them, think like them, and really, you might not even want to be damn bothered with them. But the problem come up if you got aspirations of doing certain things. I want to be brought into these tables. I want to have these certain kind of things. But if you're not really prepared to do those kind of things, be it right or wrong, fail or unfair, it is what it is. You yeah. dig what I'm saying? Right. And stuff like that. You know, and, and I had to see that. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? And you just got to know how to not compromise you. You know I, what I'm saying? I'm going to give you a good example. You know, as a DJ, I um, started when, in the round in the time because, you know, I'm a little older. I'm a little more seasoned. I started at the time when I was DJing when um, DJs didn't talk on the mic. Mm-hmm. That's what the MC was for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's where it all came from. Um, now you have to learn how to talk on the mic. Now I can sit here and talk on this podcast, on every podcast that we have on this station, mm-hmm. and talk and have a good time. But yeah. when it comes to me talking on the mic while I'm DJing, yeah. I'm I'm a nervous wreck. I can't do it. I don't like the way I sound. I don't this, that, and the third. But... I know that I need to adjust because a lot of times 
people, when they pay me, they gonna want me to talk yeah. on the mic. They gonna want me to say certain things. You ain't like the Florida DJ, Jay Pony and all them guys. Up, stop, up. Nah, nah, Every nah, day nah, in five nah. seconds, they coming on song. I, I want the people to hear the music when I'm yeah. playing it, but at certain times of a, a, a song, you might want to say a couple of things. You might want to, you know, get a couple of things in. And I'm just, I just wasn't, that's not how I learned how to DJ. Yeah, yeah. It was somebody in front of me doing those things uh, while I played the music. Yeah. So I know that I have to adjust, but that's like, I have to grow myself. Yeah. I got to grow myself to that point. Yeah. And I've been practicing it. Yeah. When and I'm growth, DJing personally. Yeah, growth ain't easy. Change right, ain't easy. Right. Stuff like that. And especially you got to just understand how much you're going to be receptive to it. If you don't want to do it, you just be able to deal with, remember, consequences ain't always negative. Mm-hmm. It's just... The result. The result. And if you're okay with it, cool. You know what I'm saying? There are some things that I don't necessarily do. Excuse me, but I'm okay. Right. If certain things don't happen, people are like, well, you can do this, you can make more money. First of all, you just like, you ain't never did this shit before, so you don't know. Right. But I'm okay. I'm okay with it with certain things and stuff. So I always kind of kind of keep keep that in mind. But that's a good point. I appreciate you sharing that. Again, we're talking about how to deal with economic uncertainty as an entrepreneur. The next one is focus on marketing, and this is very, very important. We kind of dabbled on this earlier. Targeted marketing. Invest in targeted marketing campaigns to reach the right audience effectively. Remember, guys, as we evolve and change, the people we're trying to service and everything change, too. Mm-hmm. Because we make, you know, start off at a certain demographic, certain age group, but we may want to stick with that age group if they mature and grow. Uh-huh. we got to kind of be realistic about what changes you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the people we start off you know you see musicians they are they had a certain music out but as their audience grows and changes they get kids they do certain things they they change mm-hmm. and you gotta say okay do i still want to kind of deal with their children and keep trying to level or do i want to mature with that same thing we do products and services mm-hmm. and everything so the person when you first get your house if you've been at 10 to 15 years there may be other things that happen with the house that you may be concerned about or just care about the stuff so you got to kind of understand how you want to reach people. The other thing we talk about is digital marketing, leveraging our digital marketing channels, which often have a higher return on investment and can be more easily tracked. That being when you pump it in social media, what we talked about earlier with the Google ads and stuff like that, uh-huh. you actually can track that kind of stuff we're doing and stuff. But people avoid things a lot of times because um, they don't necessarily unfamiliarity, don't want to spend the money and stuff like that, want to go the cheap route just posting stuff online. And you're only going to reach the people that actually know you. Right. Maybe somebody shared and all that kind of stuff. But when you see them, they pay a couple more dollars every month, they're going to send out to a target market or a certain audience mm-hmm. that, that value that you won't have access to if you didn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because, again, with the posting, you're on a subject to who you know and the people that you do know, them forwarding it, right? Mm-hmm. And that might be okay, but most of the time it's not enough. Now, if you try to make a little side money on the side doing your business, but actually your own thing, uh, probably behooves you to actually be looking at that. Right. So, but again, that's why I say sometimes uh, either you get somebody in, in your circle that is informed mm-hmm. or put yourself in a position where you can get some kind of education or some kind of training or knowledge We you can actually find out about those products and services when we start talking about digital marketing, digital advertising channels, things like that, okay? The next one is staying informed. Economic trends, stay updated on economic trends, both locally, globally. Understand how these trends might impact your industry. Social media, uh, certain costs, fashion, way people living, way people driving, and all that kind of stuff. All these are actual, you know, trends that people, you know, we talk the music, the games, 
how we doing certain things and stuff like that. How can I can impact you? Being staying abreast of it. People don't do that anymore. No. People, you know, people, you know, you know, um, uh, just with print media and all that kind of kind of stuff. People see and say, you know, old school, print some flyers and put them on full call. Right. Who the fuck want? I mean, who want fire? <laughs> It's just going to mess up the park. I everybody live on their phone. Right. Everybody yeah. live on yeah. their phone. Yeah. So you got to sit here and say, like, do I, am I doing what I want to do? Or am I doing what we can get access to people or people want to see? So mm-hmm. those kind of things, we understand the trends. And, and lastly, guys, this is the most important thing. Be straight up with you. got to take care of yourself. Stress management. Entrepreneurship can be very stressful, especially, especially during uncertain times. Uh, take care of your physical and mental health to stay resilient. Um when things get rough, you question yourself, question mm-hmm. your business, question your friendships, question your family, all kind of stuff. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I'm a very super confident person. But if I sit here, I want to sit here and lie to you and say, like, damn, man, I'm doing this shit right, what's working and stuff. And that's what every business I done done, you know, this channel, the tab, I mean, all kind of stuff. We like, damn, what can I be doing different? What can I be doing? Um, everything's hit. Okay, that worked. But really, the work is just might be a different cycle. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how things happen, but you gotta be willing to go through stuff. And a lot of times, people just ain't willing to go through stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And you just gotta sit here and say to yourself, keep it even keel. You know, if you put the structure in place, forecasting, projecting, you got the structure with the rules and stuff like that. That'll help you nav, you know, navigate those kind of stressful moments a whole lot better. Instead, you just shoot from the hip all the time. Right. Structure helps out a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants structure. Right? Right. You know, children want it. People can't handle it. They get forced on. They go to jail. All of a sudden, everybody taking a bath. Everybody standing in line. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. You got to go to jail do that. And it's the same kind of principles out here. We have freedoms. But because we don't want us to actually stick this, this, that, stay in order, move accordingly, and everything come into place. Mm-hmm. But what happens a lot of times, because it don't happen, we want it to happen now. But That's it might happen issue. next month. That's how it is. We you know always want it now. I, I it fun- takes too long. <laughs> I, I function in the business, whereas, like, I, I share this all the time. We're going to start hiring for taxpayers in the next couple of weeks. We got a course and all that kind of stuff going on. Advertising and promos going in. We start preparing taxes. The IRS typically doesn't start receiving returns until the last weekend of the month. Mm-hmm. We don't start receiving revenue to the middle of February. Right. So you're talking about four or five damn months doing some shit. Right. With no money coming in. Mm-hmm. Right. Come on now. Working hard, too. Working hard. <laughs> and putting out money. Right. That's the other part. Putting right. out damn money and not getting any money. Right. And knowing you ain't getting no damn money. money for at least five yeah, months. Exactly. So those kind of things. And being disciplined enough, when that bulk of money coming in in February, March, and April... Being able to pay off the rest of your stuff for the rest of the year, being disciplined to do that. Those kind of things got to kind of, you know, you got to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. Understand, you know, don't don't buy into temptation. Understand the stress of certain things and stuff like that. But like, look, man, I know my money going to come in a couple of months. Let me hold up and all this other kind of stuff. Those kind of things, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. got to yeah. take care of yourself. I'm not that disciplined. I know who is disciplined. Slick disciplined. So I'll give the money to her and let her handle it. But I know I ain't. But you're smart enough to know. I know. I know me. But you're if, smart enough if, to know. If I get a boat, and I'll be like, you know, I've been wanting that that thirteen hundred turntable right there for a long time. Yeah. Right. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. I'm a get. So I know better. But like I said, the key thing: you're smart enough to know. Right. And guys, remember, every business is unique, so it's essential to tailor your strategies to your specific industry, market, and financial situation. 
regularly reassess your bidding strategies and be prepared to adapt to economic land as the economic landscape evolves. Be receptive to change. Understand it's gonna happen. Don't beat yourself up. Things didn't work out the way you planned. You know, it's life. And the first time and last time, you know, that's how things go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, heavenly, lovely, heavenly touch, loving, cleaning says she won't know how to do taxes. We start hiring next week. Just give me a call. I ain't going nowhere. You know my number. Right, 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 right. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere at all, at all, man. But look, man, it's been a super show, man. We had a super show, man. Lad, we had a lot of fun tonight. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of fun tonight. And listen, guys, if you came in the middle of the show, came in at tail end, remember, go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. You Google it. You can Google Mr. Short Dollar. You'll see this handsome face pop up. Go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. You can check out this whole video in its full entirety. And also take advantage of the over 800 videos that we have on the YouTube channel. We got a grant playlist with uh, over 150 active grants on there. I like to say covering business operations, business finance, business management. A lot of great information there. But definitely go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. And also make sure you hit that um, uh, bell to get a notification each time I upload a new video. Got Free Spirit 5060 say hi there. Appreciate you tuning in. Consistent list on TikTok. Thanks for tuning in and stuff. Got anybody else? Any other questions, comments, anything like that? Nope. We rocking and rolling, won't we? Nope. No more. But listen, y'all. Listen. We figure ready to cut, cut everything out. Look at my son Chris coming in at the end. Y'all late ass. <laughs> what up, Chris B? What up, Chris B? What Chris talking about? Hello. <laughs> Hello. That's my baby, boy. That's why I'm with my kids still at the house. They're William done left. PJ done left. <laughs> right. My twin Chris at the house. What's up, baby boy? Mm. Check out Chris' Instagram, Crochet by Chris. Mm. Um, Chris, I uh, uh, got well covered. I had uh, one of his bucket hats. The, uh, he's very gifted in making uh, uh, different crochet designs. He actually starts next week. So, brother, God damn it. I hate I forget his name. But we partnered with him with 100 black men in South Metro. He's actually a, a black tailor. Okay. So, Chris going to get ready to start next week to uh, become a master tailor. Oh, oh, oh. Become a master tailor. Yeah. yeah, I ain't talking about sewing no damn, putting no hem in no pants. We're talking about suits, dresses, and everything. So, uh, shout out to my boy oh, Chris. Out the yes, yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Out the Start that next week. Start oh, it next week, man. So, <laughs> big shout out to you, Chris. Everything else solid, man. But, guys, uh, should, I'm still in the midst of getting the book, going through editors and proofreaders. The book should be out. It was tend to the end of this month. It probably be some worst case next time, sometime next month. But when it come, I'm over the level, baby. I'm over the level. You like you will understand why I took a little time to get this out because I will make sure y'all gave y'all everything that I have. Uh, Chris said thank you anytime, baby boy. I love you, man. Six Redbone said go, Chris. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm real proud of you, dude. Um, but definitely, guys, um, I just want to tell everybody from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all the love and support uh, that you guys have given us and everything like that. November is approaching us. You know, Black Friday, we're going to do a lot. we got a lot of great information coming. Definitely, if you're an entrepreneur, new in the business and stuff, Free Spirit, say shout-out to Chris. Appreciate that. Um, definitely, guys, um, check out that Grants playlist on Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Uh, I got, we, we had the October 2023 Grants came out. We, I think I released a video. I, have, I released one today um, for a grant, startup grants for nonprofits. You okay. got a nonprofit startup grant. Go to my YouTube channel, Mr. Show Dollar. We got a grant for that. 
A lot of great information on the YouTube channel. A lot of great information on the YouTube channel. It's going to take something that everybody got a lot of. They actually don't want to spend it. It's time. <laughs> time. 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 So go to Mr. Short Doll on, Mr. Short Doll on YouTube. Take advantage of the information. Listen, guys, y'all take care of yourself. Love you. Oh, big shout out, man. I'm, damn, I ain't, ain't mentioning it. Uh, Michael Perry Burden, he passed this past Sunday, man. He was like the uh, patriarch mm. of our family, man. He was uh, my granddad's oldest brother. He just passed, so big shout out to Uncle Perry and all my family. We having uh, the uh, funeral Sunday at Uncle Charles' funeral home down in uh, the Williamson or Griffin. But everything, man, shout out to all my cousins and everything. I'm a, you know, a lot of my cousins, you know, I'm from a big family. Right. And everything like so he was my grandfather's brother, older brother, and uh, but uh, you know, you know, my condolences go out there. He was a solid brother, solid man. I'm sorry, but uh, I just want to mention that before I get off and everything. But again, guys, thanks for all the love and support. Y'all take care of yourself, and I will talk with you soon.